0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the Decoding Society. This is your host, D'Angelo Starnes, and today is Saturday, May nineteenth, two thousand and eighteen. Uh, happy birthday to Lorraine Hansberry, Ho Chi Minh, and Malcolm X. I'm joined by, as, as usual, uh, by Chris Cathcart. What's happening, brother?
0: Hey, man. And thanks for those birthday shout-outs. I wasn't familiar with um, either Ho Chi Minh or Lorraine Hansberry being born on the 19th of May.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, and and you know what's what's funny is that they kind of have a similar spirit. Uh, You know to them And this you know It's kind of an overused term Revolutionary but you can kind of Say that about all three Um Lorraine Hansberry you know she's most Well known for writing the seminal play uh, Raising in the Sun But prior to that She was a a correspondent For um It's not the crisis uh, The Freedom Newspaper Um that was published by I believe Paul Robertson and she worked with uh W. E. Du uh at that newspaper and she covered the oh, uh I didn't know that. Pan- yeah, she I covered the the, the Pan cool. Yeah, she 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 covered the Pan African uh movement the the you know, when the uh African nations were, you know, overthrowing the uh the European uh you know, for lack of a better word, colonizers. Uh, she okay. uh was uh, covering that. And uh, you can you can actually hear some strains of you know that knowledge uh, in that play, *Raising the Sun*. Um, and then you know Ho Chi Minh you know had similar uh, uh, strains of, uh, of of revolutionary spirit to himself as we know in Vietnam. You know, and again overthrowing the colonizers, uh, Japan, China, and France, and then the United States, obviously, and then we know. You uh, know, both you and I grew up in the shadows uh, uh, of the history of the Vietnam War, uh, and then Malcolm X, obviously. Yeah.
0: yeah. So,
1: uh, anything you want to add to that before we dive into the show?
0: No, no, man, that was that was that was enlightening. That was worth. I hope the listeners uh, take away from that because that was, uh, like I said, with I think I heard about Ho Chi Minh before, maybe even from you, but Lorraine Hansberry, I hadn't heard that, but particularly about her activities prior to being a, you know. Uh, one of our most renowned playwrights, so no, I appreciate
1: that well, the theme of today's show is uh the juxtaposition of pop and circumstance with uh shootings uh both in Gaza and in the united the latest uh high school shooting in the United states um, so uh we'll travel along through, along that theme so first uh you and i oh, had a chance to link up last week it was howard's uh university's uh, graduation week weekend and I uh, want to say congratulations to the class of two thousand and eighteen um exactly uh, yeah you were you were there uh when was the last time you'd been to a, gra- to a howard graduation
0: It had to be about um I'm gonna say seven to eight years ago. My my godson had graduated from undergrad before going into med school and I went and uh first of all when I graduated in eighty six it, it it was much different than when I went back eight years ago and then when out and then what we experienced um a couple of weeks ago was much different than what happened eight years ago. So each time I've been back in succession it's grown in leaps and bounds. I I had never seen that many people in the yard organized and bleachers and things. So it's really taken off. I mean, it was a major, um, you know, I hadn't seen it for a while. It was, it was something else, you know, and and Chad Bozeman is the keynote speaker Man, the listeners, you could probably find the uh, <coughs> video of the uh, speech online somewhere.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, uh it was kind of overwhelming. I I hadn't been
0: to graduation
1: since, uh, the shit, maybe since my graduation, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, All right, I so, can dig uh it. yeah, that, that was my first time, uh, actually being on the yard. I've watched it. Uh, when I lived in DC, I watched it uh, on, on, um, I keep wanting to say WHMM, but, uh, WHUT. Um, but uh yeah, you're right, it was overwhelming. It's well organized. Kudos to uh the staff um uh, yep. and and the university for putting it together and, and, you know, and to his credit, uh kudos to uh Dr. Frederick, the president of the university, for uh shouting out the the uh students who uh protested, you know, uh, you know, as a uh you know, olive branch, uh to to uh to them and to uh it is a sign of unification for the university to move forward. So uh kudos to him for that. Um, mm-hmm. I was actually I was actually there for uh Alumni Business. I'm a president of the our Colorado chapter of the Howard University Alumni Association and uh I'm really uh, enjoying and learning uh you know about Know what it means to be an alum, and uh, hoping to get uh, folks uh, that are our friends who are not involved as alum involved, and to uh, help uh, get more, because I think there's a lot that we can do both for the students and for the university uh, in terms of, of of you know pushing the university forward.
0: Um,
1: it seems that it I, is I moving forward. I think it's great, great
0: I think it's great what you're doing. I um, I haven't been – well, I was the chairman of the education committee for the L.A. Bison Club, the alumni club out here, a couple of years ago. But I have made a point to um, represent Howard at uh, various college fairs and high school fairs that are you know, advising young people about going to schools and making sure that HBCUs and Howard in particular represent it. So I would I would just encourage any alumni that whether you are a member of the alumni clubs or not, you can always volunteer to represent the school at uh, career days or uh, college expos and things like that. And it's a great way to give back. You know, I know we need people yeah. to write checks obviously to give, but you can give wealth, work or wisdom. So that, that qualifies under work. And I think that, you don't have to be a uh, an official. You don't have to be an elected position. You don't have to be any. You know. You don't have to hold any other responsibility other than to volunteer whatever city you're in to participate in these these college fairs because schools, high schools, and colleges, junior colleges, they have these things all the time during the school year.
1: I've
0: Absolutely. Done, I
1: can't man. remember how many I've done. I've done so many for the last few years. And you posted them, and so yeah, I, I commend yeah. you for that too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely, not
0: man. To, listen, I post them not to – I try not, never to use social media in some kind of uh, self-serving way. I post them to show that it's fun, and you, wherever you are, put your Howard or your Morgan or whatever the school is t-shirt on, and go out there and represent your alma mater and just ask questions, answer questions about how do you get to school and what school did you attend when you were at college and what did you study and what are you doing now. And, and I love working with young people, so I encourage everybody out there to, to do that. Absolutely, man. Um
1: so let's move along, man. A lot has happened since our last um show. Uh we I mean that, a lot has happened just the past since I saw you last week. Um, Gina Gina Haspel was confirmed uh to uh head the uh, central intelligence agency uh and it's a controversial pick, uh, mainly because of her involvement in the uh, torture program that was going down under the uh, Bush-Cheney administration uh, that was well publicized, uh, and uh, she was heavily involved. She supervised uh, some of those, uh, what they call, enhanced interrogation ses- sessions. Torture. Torture. Uh, that, torture. Right. That, yeah, torture. So no, I that did torture, by itself,
0: interrogation.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I'm just using that terminology, but you're right, torture. Uh, and you know, I mean, we use that word. It's it's kind of like when you use the word trillion, you don't know that that's a million million. You don't know how big of a word a number that is. And torture, we I, we say it, but you know, it, we don't know what you know how. Fairly impactful that is. I mean, these guys do psychological torture. They, you know, we heard of waterboarding. I mean, I encourage you can look online and see what what how they what that looks like. And that you know, uh, you know, what people think about beatings, uh, but they do things like uh, sleep deprivation. Um, uh, they they probe your psyche and, and 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 utilize that against you while they're doing all of the above. It, it it is it is something that we can't, you know, imagine. Uh, and people have gone through it for years, and she oversaw that program. She participated in She directly supervised some of those sessions. You would think that that would have been a disqualifying factor, but... You know, Then
0: you add but, in the but Radio- I mean But But why would it be disqualifying when, if you look at the history of the CIA, the FBI, some of these other agencies, hell, the the, the local police in some areas, the, the the coercion and torture, and it's 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 it's, it's fundamental to the U.S. Justice Department, it's domestic and foreign. So, so to, you know, to point her out, Mike Brennan was involved with it too, and he served under Obama. But to point her out when. And I'm not defending it. I'm just saying that it just seems it just strikes yeah, me as sure. disingenuous to a fault in the Senate to get on a high horse about this when the United States has participated in, you know, these forms of coercion and, and of physical abuse on various levels for decades. I mean, if you I understand that John McCain kind of brought it home when he's talking about, OK, I've been tortured. And if you torture, if we torture, if the United States tortures, then you give the green light to other nations to torture. Um the United States has been torturing for years, way before the Gulf – because all it comes about with the Gulf War and, um, you know, whether you're torturing people after 9-11. But, man, it's been going on way before that. You may not, It may not have been waterboarding. That that became kind of in But the concept of torturing and using, you know, physical violence against people you need information from for whatever reason, man, that's been – go back to the Native Americans and deal with that, let alone what's happened in the last couple of decades
1: uh amen uh good good great pers- perspective on that note, so yeah, so then why is that a disqualified fact if anything that's that's a qualification <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's on the on the resume not for public consumption, that might be a point of highlight to be honest yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, you know the thing i think what 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 it kind of uh, illustrates to me, and, and, and I'm glad you pointed that out. I think for me, uh, the problem I had, like you said, there's a lot of uh, back to pomp and circumstance. There's a lot of posturing um, when, you know, these kinds of, um, you know, hearings, so to speak, uh, are 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 broadcast. And, uh, you know, it's performance. And, and Action speaks louder than performances, right? So so, you know, the Congress is supposed to oversee this kind of program, but then they don't do like you said, they they endorse it, they don't do shit about it. They like you said, Brennan and Obama. It's a there's a continuation of it. And um, you know, she videotaped a lot of these sessions and then well she not she, but a lot of these sessions that she participated in were videotaped. And she destroyed that evidence. So you hmm. take the destruction of that evidence and then the confirmation, and it's like the message is Congress has no serious, uh, you know, uh, intent to to perform its oversight, at least of the, that a particular agency.
0: I swear. Well, you know, you got to and you got to marry that to the idea that the country elected a man who said not only would he encourage waterboarding, but go much worse than that, go much further than that, and got elected. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And when she was asked in the hearing, I can't remember who posed the question, if that if the president directed her to torture, would she do it? And her answer was less like she didn't think he would do that. I mean, he said already <laughs> that, that that's what he wants. So there may be a reckoning uh, at some point.
1: Yeah Yeah yeah. Well Anyway That That was interesting um, But I like your point about You know This has gone on On many levels uh, Since the beginning Of this country So to speak um, uh, So let's uh, Continue our pomp and circumstance And I, I don't know Have you watched The news this morning Because according to According to Facebook Ain't nothing on the news But the Royal Wedding
0: I, I woke up in the middle of the night. Uh, I actually watched it live because I woke up in the middle of the night when it was when it was taking place, and uh, it was wall to wall. I mean, CNN, CNN ran with it when, like it was the Olympics. It was, it was, it was. They had, they had, every, they had every anchor there. They were all decked. They all put on their fineries. And Don Lemon was dressed to the nines, like he was in the damn wedding. And uh I didn't you know, I flipped the E S P N at some point and went back to sleep. But it was uh, this country's fascination with the royal family is is has always been um not surprising to me, but I I always pay particular attention to it. Now I I I do think it's interesting that the sister married Prince Harry. And I've, I don't have any ill feelings about him or his brother. And I kind of admired some of the work that their mother had did, you know, in terms of, you know, going to Africa and working on nonprofits and issues that matter and using her celebrity and royal status to put forth, you know, things that were important. I just still think that American fascination with this is it borders on neurotic, to be quite honest. Yeah. Uh, neurotic is
1: right, bro. I mean, there's this, there's this to me, you know. When I and I didn't watch it, and I, you know, and, and more power to them. I, I'm with you, uh, you know, by all of the above regarding uh, uh, who is the prince? Is it Prince Harry? I'm losing track of these guys. Yeah,
0: it's Prince Harry. You know, yeah.
1: you know, and and marrying a sister, and then the uh, the injection of you know of, of. Blackness, so to speak, black culture into the to the to the ceremony. Yeah, you know, that's all yeah, fine But there was a
0: there was a Baptist preacher speaking. They, I saw a little. I didn't see that live, but I saw that <laughs> there was a brother, a Baptist preacher speaking Baptist in that setting, which was bizarre setting, which because was bizarre. that doesn't happen, right? <laughs> right,
1: right. Yeah. So, hey, you know that's you know, it's all well and good, but like you said, this. This this, this fasc, It's like this lifestyles to rich and famous fascination. I mean, to me, it's just you know the coverage is. I think is what I, I'm kind of getting at now. Not the ceremony in and of itself. You know, two people getting married. It's beautiful. You commit yourself. You have you, know, you are where you are with your wealth and your status, and you know you're supposed to do it up in the respect that you know was shown. Uh, for you know that part of his now family, uh, you know all beautiful, but it's this fascination that fucks me up, you know that I I don't get it. Somebody I saw and then I saw one brother he took it to the next level and he said, you know, you know British have been colonizers and so why are black people celebrating? Uh, you, know,
0: or, you know, I mean I guess I guess the, the drop. The draw for our community is that uh, Megan is, you know, half African American, and it was interesting seeing her and mother there, um, and, and, and you know, seeing her in there right behind where the ceremony was taking place. The mother was right off her shoulder; you could see, her seeing this black woman, who clearly was a dignitary and at the head table in that setting. But I agree with you; it's just that I think it's American's American's fantasy with, the, with with British royalty. Um, it, it does border on it borders on almost um, obsessive. So I'm not. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. I just don't have a whole lot bad to say about it. But it does. It, you, it is obvious that that the media knows that it will got people will gobble us up. That's why they went wall to wall with it. Yeah, well, you said
1: it. Would you say what Olympic style? I mean, I wish the you know I wish Flint would get that kind of coverage. You know, what's still happening in Flint? We get
0: that kind of coverage. Uh, uh, oh and, whatever, and uh, whatever, you know we and, could, yeah, you know uh, yeah. the, the list the list of things that deserve that type of attention is so long we couldn't do this show in a half an hour. If we just listed those things,
1: uh, yeah, you're right about that
0: um,
1: Monday we had the pomp and circumstance of of the opening or designation of Jerusalem as the capital of Israel uh you know. What's your thoughts on that man
0: I mean um, It's What's most sad about the issue Of Palestine and what's going on In Gaza in particular is Gaza that particular. Probably yeah. there, there hasn't been A time in recent history history Where things look more dire than right now You got a government in the United States That clearly has decided Which side it's on And doesn't make any um, apologies About that And probably right and now probably um, particularly with the influence of Orthodox in Israel You probably have the most right-wing government and military in a long, long time in that country And and you marry that to the fact that a lot of the Gulf states Who traditionally would put international pressure on both the United States and Israel for things like this Have basically backed off because of their own, you know, squabbles You know, Saudi Arabia versus Iran and and so, if Israel stands with them against Iran and some of the Sunni states like Saudi Arabia, Egypt, um, Turkey, they may put lip service to it, but they don't. They don't put the pressure on that historically they had that would you know bring some things to bear both in the United Nations and even in the, states, the United States. So, I mean, it's a, it's I can't I don't see any way forward anytime soon for the Palestinians in ways that will reflect their human rights and dignity. Definitely not. Definitely not in terms of a two-state solution where they have some control over their own destiny.
1: Oh, man, that that that's a you used the word a few seconds ago. I mean, a few minutes ago. Fantasy. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it's 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 a fantasy. I mean, what the 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 irony of that, well, maybe not irony, but the the design of uh, that ceremony uh, taking place on the day of uh, the great. Direct the 70th anniversary of of Nakba, uh, which is the uh, Great March of Return um, that occurred in Gaza. Right. Um, you know, and Nakba for those that don't know is uh, it's basically that's what that's like July Fourth for Israel. I think uh, it's with, but for the Palestinians, you know, which tells you how July Fourth might be recognized by First Nation people. Uh, for the Palestinians, is it's, it's when they got deported from their land in 1948. Uh, and so right. there, are, there are people that are still living that remember that day. Uh, I was watching some of the interviews earlier. You know, it's a great day of tragedy for them. Um, but while that ceremony is ha- ha- occurring, you know, and then have the biggest massacre. What, what was it, 55 people got
0: killed that day? 55 or 60 people killed at the, the border, the Gaza border. I
1: mean, actually, I would, just, encourage I, just,
0: if you, I would encourage listeners to look out the Doctors Without Borders website. They actually talk about some of the injuries and, um, you know, what they, the work they've had to do just to try to save lives and, you know, because a lot, more, I think it was 55 to 60 people killed, but it's like over 1,000, almost 2,000 people injured. Some would have been injuries that's going to you know that will impact their lives forever. Lives. Um, so I mean, it's just and if the, the, what's what's probably I guess it would, the only real comparison is apartheid South Africa, where you had Sharpsville uh, massacre and things like that, where you had massive loss of life that did not seem to tip the scale internationally in terms of you know how people felt and what they would rise up and stand and speak against. And the only the only equivalent because now you got fifty sixty people. Dying, and it's it's just considered This happens Right, because it happens to them And we accept that Which is terrible No, I, no
1: I, but a lot of people Aren't accepting it, I, you know, I mean Now that the coverage is starting To creep out, I mean, you hear a lot of This, this thing being re uh, In political terms uh, and, and, you know, and some Blame being thrust on Hamas And you know, I've heard things like, "Well, you know, they're getting shot because they're crossing the the, the they're crossing into the buffer zone. Uh, they're trying to breach into Israel, and, and I, you know, it, it, you know, it's almost like a yeah, break there, there, and there, entering." There, pack. there but, is no
0: real legitimate international pressure on Israel to use non-lethal meth- methods to deal with people crossing the border. There was, I mean, Kelly Nikki Haley. Yeah. Kelly, yeah. Dick, the, the uh, UN Security Council, when they were debating it, she made her comments and walked out when the Palestinian representative was speaking. Yeah. I mean, if, if, yeah. If, the United States, if the United States is not an honest broker at all, To one of the three key points in this whole issue was right of return, the final borders of, Israel, of Palestine, and the disposition of Jerusalem, where West Jerusalem would be capital of Israel, East Jerusalem would be capital Palestine. By right. the United States removing one of the three main pillars. In favor of Israel, I don't see how this thing moves forward after that. And, and, and honestly speaking, if you think Jared Kushner or somebody else in the State Department—he ain't even in the State Department—is going to put together some kind of honest deal between the Israelis and Palestinians, then you're going to be—you're going to be buying property on the moon soon.
1: <laughs> hey, when they talk about collusion, you hear this a lot. They don't need to worry about the Russians, you know. You can talk about the Israeli collusion with with this government. I mean, it's it's right there out in the open and in your face. Uh, but you're right, man. I I I hate to say it, you know, and there's just no way. I just don't see a two-state see solution. But you know, but one guy, one guy. Uh, I heard an interesting observation in that. Um. The the irony of this is that if there's not a two-state solution, now there's a one-state solution. So now you got you got these people, yeah. You got apartheid. You, you, they they're part of your government. You got to take care of them
0: now. Uh, but but and, not only but not that, only that. If, without a two-state solution, if it's a one-state solution, not only that, then you have people within the nation state who have to be disenfranchised because if you want to maintain a Jewish cap a Jewish state you can't give equal power and voting rights to the non Jewish residents. So there would be some form yeah. of apartheid. That's I mean that the whole push for a two state solution is to provide that Israel would always be a Jewish state from their point and that Palestine the Palestinians would have their own peace. So if without that you're gonna have a system of apartheid. It's unavoidable, and it, it exists now. Honestly speaking, now.
1: Honestly speaking. Well, yeah, it is. You know, and that—that's the kind of technical pushback you hear whenever you use the word apartheid. You, you, you hear this, this, this pushback. Well, you know, of well, you do know that they're their own country, and and and, and that by itself is what you say, disingenuous? Because I mean, the, in Gaza, at least, the borders. You know, when people talk about Hamas and, and what Hamas is doing to control, Gaza. Israel controls Gaza. They control the borders. They control the the, the electricity. Uh, they control yeah. the water supply. I mean, if you look at... And... Go ahead. And the, and no, the no. diet, we'll I mean, they, they count the calories that people in Gaza consume. I mean, they have complete and utter control yep. of Gaza. You can't say that shit is on Hamas Like they want to You know hey. Well
0: my my thing too is this I don't let the Palestinian leadership Off the hook either Because the the, the Palestinian Authority And Hamas has got to work this shit out As far as I'm concerned um, Hamas has to Hamas, Gaza's border on the other side by Egypt But Egypt closed its border off So Um, Hamas and and the Palestinian Authority Have to work out They're not going to drive Israel to the sea That's not going to happen So you have to be realistic In terms of what what you're going to do For the well-being of your people And I am not in favor of of Throwing people to bullets I'm just not I just don't think that that there's any future In in just allowing people to be massacred I'm not saying you capitulate But those two sides The West Bank and the Gaza Strip They have got to work their shit out where that, where they are talking with one voice and aligning themselves with Arab nations that then can support them economically, so they don't have to worry about whether money's released from Israel or they get aid from the United States. So I guess I don't take the I don't take the Palestinian or the Arab side off the hook on this. We can talk all day about the issues, issue, but those things are matter of public record. So having the, the Palestinian Authority and Hamas. Become realistic with their demands And work together on behalf of the well-being of their people That's got to be first and foremost Or what's going to happen, D They're going to have to just wait for the generations to pass and new leadership emerge uh, the,
1: Well, I think that's kind of what's happening But, you know, to your point about I, too. I too. Uh, To your point about being realistic about uh, 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 Their demands I mean, what negotiations are there, though? It's not a negotiation when somebody says, "I want all my shit," and you got to agree to it. And that's <laughs> got. I mean, I agree with you. There, this got be. This got it's, it's, negotiations both sides. You know, you're no, right. I, They're no, not going to drive it. Yeah, so, I, I would
0: mean, like I see, I'm
1: with,
0: I would like to see Hamas and the Palestinian Authority. Get together and get come to come together on some one page about what is going to what they need done from whom and speak with one voice like i said i don't i mean just like in, in south Africa i mean we you know we at some point you' had to talk about the yeah. a you know, the A&C, yeah. or the p a c at different groups so you had to come together and say what yeah. what, what do we want collectively yeah. What and and in what time frame and what's realistic for us to do? But I I can't speak for them, but I I would like to see that because you can't keep claiming Israel does what it does. It's going to keep doing that. So you you got to figure out what are you going to do.
1: Yeah. Okay. Good point. I, I agree. Um, like you said, this is another one of those we could. This this is a several show thing. So we got one more topic to get to, and that's this latest uh, high school shooting. Uh, this time, this one happened in Texas. Um, uh, bruh, I mean... I, I've
0: got nothing. I mean I, I mean, I don't want to laugh. It's, it's, it's a sad commentary the times we live in. I mean, think about this, D'Angelo. When you were in high school, you had many fears, I'm sure. Like being accepted, yeah. fitting in. You never thought about getting shot. Ever. Never. Yeah. And to, to I, you know, you live they, in a... They, Wait a minute, let Go me ahead. make this last point. Do you know there's been more people injured or killed in school shootings than there have been in the military since the beginning of this year? Stop.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Hell, no. I used to, wow, that's crazy.
0: I saw that on the Washington Post website, and it blew my mind. Uh,
1: that's sick, man. I no, I've never to answer your question. No, I never had that. I, you know, the the most that I had when I was in high school, two people uh, committed suicide, uh, shot themselves, mm. um, and I was, you know, I was mind was blowing. And I it so, yes. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was that was the closest it came. I, I and, and and when I was in high school, man, it, based on the. You know the profile. Of some of these kids that that are, you know, doing this. I know more than more than one guy that that flipped that profile. Uh, you know that was bullied. You know, just I mean, absolutely cruel stuff that I used to see some of these guys do and say. Uh, some of these you know guys, I felt bad for. You know, when I was in school, but yet now I mean, if, if it was back then. It's similar to now, man. Yeah, I I might have been witness to some of that. Uh, but it, it it I think it, you know, we can talk about NRA and all that, but it, there's there's really something wrong with our society right now. Uh, I, I don't. There's a whole bunch that's wrong with our society because we talk about it all the time. But there's some 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 uh, uh, roll down. Uh, where it's 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 impacting uh uh kids you know and driving them to this point point where they're they're shooting a classmate so you know um
0: yeah
1: and I mean, when school, that,
0: when that, when yeah, that's I, become where that's become an option where you you can for whatever reasons your 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 the reach of what you need to do to express yourself to to air your grievances that it can extend to You arming yourself and killing classmates, um, that is a new phenomenon. And you're right, it it does reflect something. I'm not sure what it is. I think greater minds probably than yours and mine to figure that out. But it does reflect something in the broader society that has to be addressed. I'm just not sure what it is. And it's not just the gun thing. I mean, I I understand that because he didn't use an AR-47 or 50, whatever it is. He used a shotgun and a handgun, right? shotgun and a handgun. I don't know what he used.
1: Uh... Yeah, Game
0: he didn't use, did use the um the the um, uh the semi assault weapon. He used a regular shotgun okay. he got from AR he, AR-15. AR fifteen. He yeah. used a he used a shotgun and a handgun that he got from his father. Okay. He stole from his dad or something like that.
1: Damn, mm. that's crazy. You know, and people might you know, as I was saying, you know, kids doing this. I, I, this is not you know, we're not talking about the street criminal activity of kids shooting each other. uh, Because that's a different, uh, separate issue of, you know, what's happening in our communities, black communities with street violence of kids uh, shooting, killing each other. uh, uh, um, And that's another show. But we're talking about folks, you know, actually going to the high school and shooting up the school. You know, that, that's yeah. a new phenomenon, you know, and, and that's, uh, I don't know, man. That's, something's got to be fixed. I don't know if gun control is the answer. I don't think it is. I'm not saying that it can't be something that uh, that it shouldn't be instituted, but I don't think that's the answer, you know. It, it, there's something that's going on with people's psyche that drives them to the point where, they not just think about doing that, but they actually do it. Because I'm right. sure you and I have thought about kicking, you know, a couple motherfuckers' ass in my life. <laughs> you know, <when> we, <laughs> didn't, we didn't follow through. You know, you thought about a bunch of stuff, your boss. I mean, there's a bunch of shit that you thought that you didn't do. I mean, so what, you know, what causes a person to... But, and, then, and when you're young like that, you know you're emotional. You got all the stuff that's going on inside your body that you don't understand. Hormones, your brain's still developing. You think that you're at, you think you're an adult, but you're not really. But you know you're not. Um, and there's, there's a lot of stuff that happens with kids at that age that, you know, that is, you know, uh, for lack of a better word, it, it's still it's immature. It's not. It hasn't right happened. and when I, you know and so that it's just, man, that's just something that's just i I never had an impulse to, to you know do anything crazy like that, no, I mean, but uh, the
0: the I think what happened is that when you see kids now who, who have seen that this has occurred multiple times, it's now i think probably oh, we were I young, the idea of doing something like that was out of the it was beyond comprehension, it's like okay i I'm yeah. mad, I got bullied. I want to beat this one guy up, but the idea of getting a gun and shooting up multiple people now, now it's not beyond comprehension no, no, no. for young people who feel marginalized, abused, um, bullied. That has become that, within reason. I'm not saying it's reasonable, but to them, they say, okay, I can, I can express yeah. myself this way. And that, that hey, has that, to be addressed. That, that. Um, on whatever levels that, that that has to occur, because it, it's just a tragic. I mean, it's you, whatever you think about The American educational system and um, different communities and all that stuff. No one should be afraid in school. Not 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 afraid of those things. Anyways.
1: Nah. Yeah. 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 Nah, man. I don't know, uh, but it keeps happening, and that statistic that you, I mean, when you go to you in the military, I mean. That's what we call assumption of the risk. You know that you, you know, especially if you know you're going into a combat zone, you know that you, you're facing a dangerous situation. Right. Yeah. More casualties in high school shootings than than milit- than combat. God
0: damn. Uh, and, yeah.
1: All right. Well, I hate to leave it on a down. Well, no, we we'll don't have to leave it. On yeah, down. I know. We, got- it's,
0: uh, we go back. I guess you go back and check out some world wedding coverage and get pictures yourself right yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> well, but
1: but who you got tonight uh, in in uh, Boston and, and Cleveland? Cleveland's
0: at home, so I'm gonna go with
1: them. You know, I. You know, I'm gonna go with them too, man. But I'm at, and I'm pulling for Bron. I'm a big Bron fan. I'm I'm an unabashed Bron fan. Um, but I you know I'd say this, man, and Cleveland's I don't see him losing really
0: three playoff games in a row. I just don't.
1: Well, I, I don't either. But Cleveland's just not a good they're not a really they're not a championship team, man. Hey, Braun is uh, you know, Love is a very good player, uh uh and, you know, he's obviously won a championship with Braun. Uh Corver's a very good player. Uh Thompson is a hustle guy, but they, as a as a unit, they they just they just don't have it, you know. And
0: well, I mean, they're, and, and they're and they're going up against a, they're going up against a team that without a true star, a team. but has a lot of really yeah. good pieces, and and everybody yeah. seems to do what they do well, very well, <laughs> you know, with Smart and Tatum and. Uh, what's the brother's name? Uh, Brown. Jalen Brown. I mean those cats. Yeah. Right, those cats play within themselves so well that, that that you know nobody stands out for anything spectacular. Nobody has to drop thirty five, forty points. They just do every you know. Al Horford. Everybody's just doing what they do well. And dude, Brad, he's a good coach. That is a good coach, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good coach. I, I do not he's take that away from that coach. That he knows how. He knows X's and O's. You're not going to outcoach him. You may beat him, but you ain't going to outcoach
1: him. Yeah, that's a good point. Even one guy you didn't mention was Horford, man. Horford's the glue. Horford, that. I think. Yeah, yeah. He he held it. He held the team together when they lost the two superstars, and and you know he seems to. You know, uh, those other guys. He kind of keeps it together. You know, those other guys play hard, but you know, in terms of just consistent. Uh, high uh, hoops IQ. I, I think Horford man is, is the key for that. No, no joke. I agree. Uh, no joke. Yeah, yeah, and he's got a, he's got a ring in college, you know, under his belt. You know, steady, uh, awesome player. So, um, all right, man. Well, shit. There we go. We we lifted it up. Uh, we're gonna tune in tonight. Uh, I think it's uh, six thirty or eight thirty Eastern Standard Time, but. Um, Alright, brother. Well, uh any final words?
0: No, it was a it was a good show. I appreciate glad glad to get things uh, back on track. And it was good seeing you last week. We gotta we gotta work out doing a live show together one day.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. If I you know, my mentally I actually was sick, uh,
0: for everybody
1: out there a little bit while I was out there. So uh but anyway, yeah, good man. Uh please subscribe to our show on iTunes so you also can hear us on SoundCloud. Um, please be so kind as to leave us a rating and or a review. Uh, thanks, Chris. And until the next time, take care.
0: Hey, man. I'll talk soon. Hey, man. Take
1: care. All right, All
0: right bro. Bye-bye.